Welcome to the Sound of Goshen, brought to you by the Goshen Chamber of Commerce and your community health system, Goshen Health. Getting well and staying well, that's living vibrantly. Goshen Health can get you there. Feel better, do more, live vibrantly. Visit livevibrantly.com. This week's podcast episode, Sounds of Service. Welcome to the Sound of Goshen. I'm your host, Vince Turner, and today's episode is Sounds of Service featuring Ricardo Yoder, an Edward Jones representative and a member of the Goshen Rotary, promoting the upcoming Goshen Freedom Walk. Sounds of Service is presented in part by DJ Construction, serving our community for more than 65 years. DJ Construction, decidedly different. Uh, Ricardo, let's first of all just talk a little bit about yourself. You've been involved in in Rotary for quite some time now, Uh, been involved in your community and your church as a member of the Edward Jones team here in Goshen. Uh, Commitment to service is something that right now runs in your veins. Yes, correct. Yeah, we've got a lot of stuff going on. Um, I was just telling you earlier that even just helping a friend (laughs) take out a pier... Uh, this weekend and stepped on a nail. So it's, uh, yeah, yeah, helping out. And and those pier sections are going over for the mountain biking trail behind the Wreath Interpretive Center eventually. Yeah. So. so so if there's a little bit of pain in Ricardo as we go through this 15 minutes, you'll have a little bit of an explanation. Give us a little bit, Ricardo, of your background. Uh, uh, where are you from? Uh, how you've developed here in the Goshen community? That kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, grew up near Wakarusa. Mm-hmm. Went to Bethany Christian High School. Graduated from there in 88. Uh, went out to Heston College, came back to Goshen College, uh, got a master's in counseling from IUSB, worked as a guidance counselor and assistant principal at Northridge Middle School for 16 years, switched over to Edward Jones 10 years ago. That's the quick and dirty version. <laughs> well, and with your involvement uh, in, in church and community-wise, uh, your involvement as a counselor, uh, and as we talk a little bit about the project you've got going for Rotary right now, uh, compassion is something where, where would you say that has come from and how has it developed over the last couple of decades? Mm. Wow. That's a great question. Decades. That's wow. We're jumping in the way well, back machine you're, here. You're 16 years as a counselor, you've had to have some compassion somewhere there. So. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So I, I just think I always had a, you know, definitely a, a love of kids and children mm-hmm. and an ability to, you know, be thoughtful for, difficult situations that they're facing um and then you know that kind of dovetailed when chris russell director of engagement for destiny rescue mm-hmm. he was pastor at uh, waterford community church and eventually felt the calling on his life to become you know an employee of destiny rescue mm-hmm. he came and spoke to rotary four or five years ago and you know i was i was listening to him and tearing up i mean talking about these kids and the situations that they're in being sex trafficked. And I just felt like we had to do something. So invited him to a personal conversation at my office with my wife and I listened to what was going on. And I said, you know, I, I don't really want to be involved with an, with a group that doesn't do things properly financially. Well, destiny rescue, they have all the financials are on their website. Like it's like they post it. Mm -hmm. It's right there for everybody to see, which I think is phenomenal. And, and that meant a lot to me. Uh, and, and about that time, uh, Danielle Thompson, you know, as, as a Rotarian, she was the president at the time, and she was asking for new Rotarians to uh, do a small project. So 
uh, you didn't even ask this question. I'm just kind of going into something. So, <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, no, no, that's fine. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, it's the way this program works. Hey, great. That's why we gave you a microphone. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, uh, Danielle, uh, just put out a challenge. Hey, we'd like to do a red badge, which mm-hmm. in the first year that Rotarians are, are part of Rotary, they wear a red badge as opposed to a blue badge just to identify themselves as, as being new. So there was a group of, of red badge folks at that time that she wanted to have uh, do a project. And she just said, you know, something small. Mm-hmm. So I said, we, we had several different options and Destiny Rescue came out on, on top. And we decided to do a, a freedom walk is what we came up with. <clears throat> and w- we had, we developed a committee and uh, the committee was uh, Danielle. Well, originally it wasn't Danielle. Danielle is a significant part of the committee now. Uh, but then Brett Weddle, Angie McKee, and uh, Andy Myers, Robin Yoder mm-hmm. uh, have have been on the committee for three years. Just do a bang up job. It's a it's a wonderful group of people. And I said, hey, it'd be it'd be great to rescue to to raise forty thousand dollars. And and later the team said we we thought you were crazy with that number. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and you know I, I had no idea what to expect. The first walk we made as a twenty four hour walk because my my point on that was, you know, what these girls go through in a day, we should be able to walk for 24 hours. Mm-hmm. So we started trying to collect money. We, you know, talked to Rotarians. We talked to area businesses. Uh, we had a we had a church eventually that jumped on and required all of their men's ministry to be a part of it. But that original amount that we had set at 40,000 we were getting like a, a month and a half away and we were two months away and we we weren't even close well all of a sudden it it was kind of like a trickle leading to an avalanche you know we we just started to have money just started to come in and we hit that 40,000 goal and we reset it to 60,000 and we reset it to 80,000 we reset it to 100,000 we reset it to 120,000 and then we're just like well whatever happens hmm. like god's in control here you know so it ended up being like 129,000 that first year that's terrific that we raised and it was it was phenomenal and uh, yeah it was and so i i'd mentioned before that we made it 24 hours so Brett Weddle and i decided he's a big rucker and mm-hmm. we decided that you know we it's just walking it's just walking Vince <laughs> we're going to walk for 24 hours there you go well, about 10 o'clock at night, we started at 8 in the morning. About 10 o'clock at night, our committee said, you two look terrible. Go home. <laughs> Go home. The funny part is, is that Danielle uh, was kind of coming in and out. She would she would take a break. She would walk. Mm-hmm. I think she ended up walking more than than me um, with me doing it like consecutively from 8 a.m. to 10 p.m. Yeah. just because she took breaks and <laughs> took better care of herself. So. It was was ironic that well, way. Well, so we got Yoder and Weddle together spurring each other on. The testosterone is flowing, so I can imagine why somebody had to intervene. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Well said. Let me let me peel back just a little bit before we talk about this sure. year's event. I want to go back to something you mentioned about how you got started. Yeah. And first of all, you already had the compassion gene by the way you you've grown up and by the work that you did when you were in high or at the high school and uh, through your church. But you're sitting at Rotary, and and I'm a service, a longtime service club member as well, and and so you know sometimes speakers hit you, sometimes they don't. Um, sure. but that's why we give them the opportunity to make that presentation. So you're sitting at a presentation for an organization that you knew little or nothing about nothing. at that particular yeah. time. What was it about the presentation that just struck you? You said you had tears in your eyes. Oh um, my! There, there had to have been something 
in that 15 <sighs> minutes that just went straight to your heart? So Vince, we all have, we all have babies, right? Mm -hmm. You know, you have babies, I have babies. Um, and, and it just, just pretty quickly, it, mm -hmm. it was like, I, I can't imagine my babies, you know, being sexually abused. Mm -hmm. And, you know, Chris would, would even talk about the fact that, you know, they had a couple eight month olds that they rescued from sex trafficking oh because, yeah. you know, when they're in these situations, you know, if they're, if, if somebody's being sex trafficked, eventually there's going to be a pregnancy and, and that baby becomes the property of the brothel or the, you know, mm -hmm. the, whoever's in charge of the brothel. And so it's just, it's just complete ugliness mm -hmm. and you know some numbers that he that he had that were that were really devastating to me was that um you know the nfl makes eight billion in profit a year and if you combine football baseball hockey and basketball it's about 30 billion the estimated revenue off of sex trafficking is 150 billion dollars with a b and and it's different from from being in a situation where you have uh you know selling drugs or selling um guns or any of those other illegal maneuvers with this child you can sell them over and over and over again and it, you know it was it was pretty it was pretty interesting because the founder of destiny rescue and i just lost his name it'll come back to me later but he there's a video of him on on youtube you can go and watch this and it basically uh tony kerwin is his name and he he's in a brothel and sometimes uh, to rescue these kids they go and pose as bad guys mm -hmm. so he's in a uh, in a brothel with a body cam on and he asks for a beer and they give him a beer they tell him how much it is and then he finds out how much it is to spend the night with one of these precious daughters of god and it's less than the price of the beer vince oh my goodness so even the value placed on these children is so low. It's, it's just unbelievable. Um, so it, yeah, so it, those parts are, are a part of my compassion as well as, you know, the, my, my parents before I was born lived two years in Haiti. Mm -hmm. And so I, I grew up hearing those stories about the, you know, the impoverishment mm -hmm. and all those things. So it, it, you know, the way I was raised and, and the things that, Chris definitely shared were, were factors with all of this. Well, and we're all getting our eyes open to the challenges of this particular situation. There is a tendency, I think, not necessarily a shoulder shrug, but, oh, it's not happening in my neighborhood. It's not happening anywhere around me. And then we find out how wrong we are. I mean, <laughs> we're talking about runaways. We're talking about kidnappings. We're talking about hard for us to imagine, who those of us who have children and grandchildren, but families who actually give up their daughters and, and mm. put them into the sex trafficking trafficking world uh, had a local law enforcement officer tell me that when the Super Bowl was in Indianapolis sex trafficking went spiked in Indiana and in the Midwest I mean it's close to home oh very close so so just a couple of things with that uh, one obviously a lot of people have seen the sound of freedom movie so that mm -hmm. you know that's very um, kind of in our face you know two basher, Children's Home has a, you know, a sex traffic mm -hmm. unit it's, now. It's newest unit. Yep. Newest unit. And, and it is, it's right here in our backyard. And, and so just what you're talking about, uh, our first year we put flyers on, on Main Street. We've done that each year. We're getting ready to do it again. Mm -hmm. Put flyers on Main Street. And 
that first year I walked into one of the businesses and the, the owner said, you know, I don't live here in the winter. He goes, I, I just have arthritis. I have a place, I think it was in the Philippines. He said he, he showed up there, uh, came back to his house that he has there and he said something to his neighbors like, Hey, where's your, where's your daughter and niece that live with you? And she goes, Oh, she goes, I, I sold them into sex trafficking. Oy. He said, after I cussed her out, he said, I went and found out where they were. I went and paid for them for their release and, and rescued them. So <laughs> very, very close mm-hmm. to home, Vince. Yeah. And in, in the stories that we hear, um, and again, uh, because of my association with Basher, uh, my former employer, yeah. uh, and, and certainly close to the mission, when they started their program, started to be a little more educated about what we're doing. And it's one of those things that, Ricardo, uh, we, <clears throat> we may kind of throw up our hands and say there's nothing we can do about it, but there are things we can oh. do about it. And one of those is this Freedom Walk. So just walk us through, no pun intended, but walk <laughs> us through what this event is going to be like on October 7th. Yeah. So, so the first one was a 24-hour walk, mm-hmm. uh, and I told you how completely <laughs> yeah you went well off the rails. We are. <laughs> so last year we were like, well, let's just let's just do 12 hours, <laughs> okay? And then and uh, and last year we raised uh, 82,000. So that you know, obviously, there's about a 50,000 or whatever less than that, I guess, difference. Uh, 86,000 what we raised, um, but there was there was a group that didn't participate. The first year that that uh, the second year and they and they had brought in about fifty thousand. So mm-hmm. I felt like it was you know fairly equal yeah. between the two years, which was great news. This year we've actually shortened it to four hours. Like you know we're like hey the it's not really the walking it's the giving the walking is just the go. experience yeah. that's a part of that. So our our goal, um, you know we've we I th- I don't even remember what the goal is. We said that's embarrassing. I should have that on my top of my head. I th- think it was eighty thousand, but. Um, you know the the real purpose here is just to be able to have an opportunity to to kind of be together, recognize that this is going on, and you know and have an opportunity to walk. We're going to have people there telling stories about Basher will be there telling you know mm-hmm. kind of what's going on for them. Uh, Chris Russell will be there, the director of engagement for for Destiny Rescue, talking about about the uh, what's going on internationally, and and there'll be. It's it's going to be an experience that people should should come and and be a part of, and so you know there'll be uh, flyers as well that people can take. Uh, one one of the things too is that we don't want this just to be just a one off. Right. You know, we're we're very satisfied if you know it's um, kind of like what Paul said in the gospel. You know that that I would become less and and others would become more. Mm-hmm. We're we're okay with that. You know we. We want Destiny Rescue to be honored here and, and whatever happens with our Freedom Walk, because there are, literally have been Freedom Walks all over the country that mm-hmm. have started because of, of our event, which is, which is exciting. The sale that saves happened recently in Goshen. Um, they had their best year ever. I think um, Jessica Pamer that's in charge of that, I think it's their ninth year. And you know, kudos to Jessica and her staff. They put in a lot of work and and they had uh, 50 i think it was 52,000 they raised so phenomenal numbers there that was that was tremendous and it's $1500 to rescue one girl and get her on the road to freedom so i kind of straight off of your question there that but 
those are some exciting things that are happening and kind of what I've gotten kind of used to it so. <laughs> yeah, <it's laughs> in a, just 15 minutes. Stray so. dog, stray dog. <laughs> yeah, ask Ricardo a question. You get the history of the watch. That's there you right. Go. You betcha. You betcha. So, and how can people get in touch? Uh, obviously through the website. Yeah. So we have a website. We also have a Facebook page. Uh, I'll share those with you. Uh, one of the big things that we, that we're really trying to get to do is for everybody to invite all of their friends mm -hmm to like the Facebook page, uh, to say that they're going to go and actually go. Okay. <laughs> uh, you, you don't have to, if you can't attend, that's okay. We just want your money in the end. There you go. So there we want to rescue these precious girls. And so, you know, if you, if you're not able to attend, that's okay. Uh, you, you can send any $25 is the, is the smallest amount. We, we will have t-shirts. I mean, it's important to some people, but, uh, $1,500 is what rescues yeah. one girl and gets her on the road to freedom. So, couple quick things just one is is that the u.s new zealand and australia are rescuing our funding nations and then rescuing nations there's 13 southeast asia africa latin america are the ones we can talk about mm -hmm. there's several that we can't talk about right um the reason why we don't do rescues here in the u.s is because we don't have an mou or memorandum of understanding that's a that's a legal document with the government that we don't have mm -hmm. available so those are just some things when people say well why isn't destiny rescue local why aren't we doing those things that's that's kind of why so that's the the kind of the background the other the other part um i, I guess apparently destiny rescue thought enough of danielle thompson and i uh they have actually asked us to be on their board so we're on the u.s board so we have a little bit fuller ability to to answer questions i would say that anybody that's listening if you want chris or danielle or i to come talk to your service club or um, they have rescue Sundays at churches as well. Mm -hmm. Recently did one of those at our church and we, I think we rest, uh, raised, uh, $7,500, which would rescue five, five girls. So it was, it was pretty exciting well, for, for a church of about 45 people. So. so we'll, we'll do the best to help you promote and uh, to think this began with you hearing just one story yeah. and now have the opportunity to tell the story. So folks, we encourage you, uh, get involved. Uh, we often ask ourselves, what can we do? This is an answer of what we can do. Our thanks to Ricardo Yoder on Sounds of Service, presented by DJ Construction, serving our community for more than 65 years. DJ Construction, decidedly different. Don't forget, the Sound of Goshen includes the sound of the economy, the sound of success, the sound of service, and sounds around town. I'm your host, Vince Turner.